Hello, 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 and welcome to More Than Money. I'm your host, Jaquette Timmons. This is a podcast where we explore the psychology, emotions, and math of money so you can make better, smarter choices regardless of where you are on the income and wealth spectrums. And before we dive into today's topic, let's talk about the elephant in the room. And that is that it's been another few weeks since our last episode. This is the first one since June 1st. And before the June 1st one, there was one in uh, May and we only had two in April. And you know, it's for all of the reasons that you can probably think of, right? Um, but the, the frequency has definitely slipped. And why? Well, you know, COVID and everything related to that, although let, let me be clear, I am well, I am physically well and safe and all of that. Um, but really, quite frankly, I did not have the capacity to do this and operate other parts of my business. And yes, you can read that as the parts that generate revenue. They required much more time, much more focus, much more attention as I recalibrated. So this definitely slipped down on the priority list. And while I was silent here, I haven't been silent elsewhere. Just look at my Instagram feed and you will see uh, that my schedule has been really full with now a lot of virtual speaking engagements. And you have no idea how grateful I am for this. But as I was settling down to shift my focus to this podcast and noodle on its value to you and its value to me, because yes, it is a two-week streak, I was struck by an awareness of something. And that is that around this time last year, I did an episode, I think it was episode number 16, and the title of that was Making Room for Your Increase, or something along those lines, but that's in the title. You'll find it in the feed. And that is where I actually talked about capacity and the need and the discipline that is required to take something off your plate when something else is added to it. And I find it, you know, ironic sometimes to recognize a pattern and to then thus recognize what I was seeing in this particular instance. And that was that, you know, what was happening a year ago around this time, also around capacity, was happening again this year, also around the same time frame. So a question that I have for you to noodle on as you listen to today's episode is this. What patterns do you need to notice and take heed of? What patterns do you need to notice and take heed of? And actually, that is a perfect segue into today's topic. And that's all about mid-year reviews. Not to overstate the obvious, but it is July. <laughs> the year is halfway over. And the part that has passed has been quite a doozy to say the least. I'm in your ear today to suggest that you do a mid-year review. As of this recording, I've completed mine. 
And for me, it is a multi-day exercise that I do every quarter, and it's a part of my business quarterly review. It's a part of my financial quarterly review. And for me, this is a combination of both reviewing the metrics that I have been tracking, comparing them to the previous quarter and year over year, reconciling statements, and as important, asking questions. And yes, if you're wondering, no, <laughs> I don't find the quarterly review to be as much fun as coaching my clients or speaking or writing or even recording this podcast when I sit down to actually do it. Doing the review is indeed strictly an administrative task, one that is not really a fun, sexy part of running a business at all, but it is a necessary part. And it's fairly easy to convince my clients who own a business and don't do quarterly reviews the value of doing so. It's often quite a different story for my non-business owning clients. And yet, it is just as critical. And you, my dear listener, I have no idea into which camp you fall. I don't know if you are a business owner. I don't know if you are a business owner that does or does not do quarterly reviews. And I don't know if you, you work as an employee. But here's what I do know. COVID-19 makes doing this quarterly mid-year review even more important, not less, for us all. And this is true whether your finances have been devastatingly impacted by the pandemic and financial crisis, or if your finances have been largely unfazed by these recent cataclysmic events. Yes, it is an exercise about the numbers. Are they up? Are they down? Are they about the same? However, it's also about the story those numbers are telling the story about your behavior, your choices, your outcomes, your attention, and your direction. So when you're doing a quarterly review, I look at it through the lens of three phases and one aim. And for me, those phases can best be summarized in this way. You're looking at the present, what is happening. You're taking a look back AKA what has happened. And then you are also looking ahead in terms of what can you forecast. And for me, you, if, you're, if you are someone who listens to the podcast or you've listened to several episodes, you know that I often think in pictures. And so for me, these three components or these, these three phases, these are like angles of a triangle that can become beacons of insight and do wonders for helping you achieve your goals. So now that it is July, <laughs> now is a really good time to start preparing to do your quarterly slash mid-year review, and especially if this was not something that you were already planning to do. And so here are some of the things that I want you to think about as you go through each of the different phases. Again, looking at the present, what is happening, looking back, what has happened, and looking ahead, what can you forecast? So the present. This is where what you want to do is you want to pull your banking, your investment, and your credit card statements. 
and make note, what are the current balances? What are they compared to your targets? Are you ahead, behind, or on track? What habits, both financial and financial, did you practice? I'm sorry, financial and non-financial, did you practice? And with what frequency? What did you do daily? What did you do weekly? What did you do monthly? What habits, behavior, and results change specifically because of COVID-19? So for example, are you spending less because we're mostly in quarantine? Or has the spend actually been reallocated to a different category? So it's the same dollar amount overall, but in terms of categories, it's shifted in terms of where, it can, where that dollar amount can be found. And then how do you feel right now? Do you feel excited? Do you feel energized? Do you feel lethargic, dismayed, or something else? And so while I know it's been, you know, a month since I've been in your ear, I can tell you that I have been absolutely excited and energized about all of the different things that are happening in my business, the new verticals that have opened up that I would have never foreseen at the beginning of COVID, which is really like a key part of why I'm so freaking thrilled of how things are unfolding for me. But I digress, right? This is about you, walking you through the phases. So now we're going to do the look back and, you know, think of this as a rear view mirror. And so this is where you ask the questions. Well, what goals did you set at the beginning of the year? What habits did you commit to changing or developing at the beginning of the year? And how do these measure up to where you are now? And the thing to keep in mind with these particular uh, bullet points is that more than likely, whatever you set out to do at the beginning of the year, whether it was your goals, whether, whether it was your habits, that COVID-19 interrupted the path toward, but COVID-19 did not stop the goals and the habits themselves. So that's an important piece to make sure that we keep at the top of the mind. Of mine. We may have needed to reroute and reset some things, but more than likely, it didn't change the foundation and, and sometimes perhaps the specificity of the goal of the goals that you have or the habits that you made a commitment to change or to develop. So more questions here. What of your weaknesses and strengths did COVID-19 reveal? What did you accomplish? And how proud do you feel about the progress that you've made? And on the flip side, how disappointed do you feel where you've fallen short? And then the next phase, if you will, is all about the future, forecasting. And so now that the initial months of COVID-19 are behind you, hopefully, mostly, um, and as a result of doing the two phases that we've just talked about, what tweaks do you need to make, either to your goals or to the pathway forward or perhaps to both? What lessons from these last three to four months are you going to integrate into how you move forward for the next six, you know, three to six months? And what would make you feel most satisfied and most proud when December 31st, 2020 arrives? Um, so that's a part of doing your mid-year review. 
And when I talk about the value of a quarterly mid-year financial review, and in my case, both a business review, I often draw a comparison of the benefit of doing so to the mid-year review process that's often associated with traditional corporate and governmental work environments. But let's face it, in January, no one could have predicted this is where we would be halfway through the year. Individually managing the collective impact of a health pandemic, a financial crisis, and worldwide social justice, justice reform movement. And precisely because of these, these have reminded us of what you and I cannot control. And that is why doing a quarterly mid-year review is something that you don't want to overlook because it's actually something that you can control. And not only can you control it, it is the exercise that will provide you with some really valuable insight. And because you have that insight, it can help you panic less the next time we do indeed bump up against a crisis of this magnitude. In addition, it's going to help you to navigate the uncertainty of the rest of the year. Um, and it will help you to do that with greater ease. And it will also help you to pause. Because sometimes in the frenzy of reacting to everything that is going on and, and the things that you need to take care of, you're in constant motion, right? And you're in constant motion physically, perhaps, you're in constant motion in terms of the things that you're thinking of. And so when you pause, you are giving yourself an opportunity to reflect and to shift from flight and perhaps paralysis mode to prepare and take intentional action mode all while respecting your emotions and your numbers in the process. So hopefully in today's episode, I've convinced you of the value of a mid-year review. But if you were dreading actually doing it, here's a little secret which may help you. I only enjoy the process because I now have a system. <laughs> and it's been one that I have been, you know, coming into, uh, coming to, I should say, over time. It, it took me a minute to get into this rhythm. But my process is, a, as I said before, a multi-day process. In fact, it's a nine-day schedule that I have. And over those nine days, I carve out between 30 and 90 minutes a day for tasks. So those tasks can be downloading statements, reconciling that with Quicken and my spreadsheets, but it also includes journaling my answers to most of the questions that I've already shared with you. And I have some others that are just more pertinent to, to my business, um, but I have some others that I, I ask myself as well. But what I'm hoping is that what this episode will, will do is, is for you what it does, what this process does for me. So when I do my quarterly review, it helps me to be purposeful in terms of my attention, my actions, and my direction. It also provides motivation, and it reminds me of my strengths. And that's something we're going to talk about a little bit more in the next episode. So a little bit of a teaser. <laughs> um, but my hope is that 
you know, for you systematically doing the quarterly slash mid-year review will do the same as it does for me. And again, that is helping me to be more purposeful in my attention, my actions, my direction, and, and providing me the motivation and the fuel to, you know, have a really strong third quarter and fourth quarter and overall year. So that brings us to the end of today's episode. And as I mentioned, in the next one, we're going to talk about what's the connection between your review and your strengths. We'll dive into that a little bit more. Just as a heads up, you know, we're experimenting. So there will be Uh, you know, episodes where it will just be me, but I'm also going to start um, having more interviews and I'm really excited about some of them that I have on tap. I'm going to be talking with someone that is an expert in the DEI, diversity, equity, and inclusion space. And what I'm really interested in talking about with her is how do we hold these companies that made all of these elaborate statements of what their commitments are to Black Lives Matter, et cetera, in June? What are they doing now, right? What are are we going to actually track? And then not only what does that look like at a large corporate level, but what does that look like for small businesses like my own? So I'm really looking forward to that conversation. I'm also looking forward to interviewing some entrepreneurs who have actually been killing it during this time. And, you know, look, I want to be respectful and mindful that, yes, some people have lost their businesses, they've lost their jobs. So in no way is that discounting the fact that some people have definitely had a really, really hard time uh, during this. But I also think that it is just as important to make sure that we don't overlook the other stories of what's happening right now, those stories of businesses that are thriving and really, really doing well during this time. And there are other conversations that we will have on tap, but I at least wanted to give you a little bit of a preview of those two that I have scheduled, and those are interviews. So... That's what you can expect in uh, the weeks and months ahead. So again, that is it for today's episode. Thank you so much for tuning in and listening all the way to the end. Please, please, please continue to be safe, be well, be healthy, not just physically, but in spirit too. And likewise, if you like the show and you want to show some appreciation for this episode and the podcast in general, please leave a rating, a review, and also just share this episode so that we can reach more people. Because look, you and I may call the ratings and reviews vanity metrics, but they are not to the powers that be. So do your part, please, and leave a rating, leave a review, and help us spread the word. And so share this episode with those in your life and in your circle. And if you would like to buy me a coffee, here's how you can do that. You can go to HTTPS www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash Jaquette. And that is spelled J-A-C-Q-U-E-T-T-E. Again, HTTPS colon double slash (laughs) www.buymeacoffee.com forward slash Jaquette. I do love me an iced dirty chai latte. Yum. And the summer is the perfect time to have them. So thank you if you decide to buy me a coffee. 
Again, many thanks for tuning in to today's episode. And until next time, remember, it's about more than money.